Hello, and welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast. This week, I'm going to be talking about the best albums of the year so far. Before I get into the actual list, a couple of disclaimers. These are my favorite albums. Not everyone's favorite albums. It's not a de facto list of the best albums. These are my favorite albums. These are the best albums in my opinion. So don't yell at me. (laughs) Just have a discussion about it. Jeez. Um, Also, this is... The cutoff is last week. Um, So, not last week. But um, the week before. So, albums that dropped by June 12th. So, albums between January 1st and June 12th are in the running. Obviously, this list will change, so this is what it is for now. Um, Also, I'm not going to be listing it in any particular order, because, you know, that kind of ruins it for the top albums of the year at the end of the year. Um, And I'm also not going to be listing a set amount of albums, like I have done in the past, because there's been a lot of good music out there, and it's weird right now, like, My listening habits have definitely changed in the last few months since we've been kind of stuck at home. So, you know. Anyways, getting into the list. Or lack of a list. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. Anyways. (laughs) The ones that are for sure going to be on my list by the end of the year. Maybe. (laughs) Uh... Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. Alfredo. No one should be surprised by this. I feel like Freddie Gibbs has been on my list every year that he's dropped something. Um, Plus, I mean, I think this album's pretty widely considered really good. So that really shouldn't be a surprise. It's just super consistent all the way through, fairly short. And actually, after listening to a few people's reviews and thoughts on it, um, where they're saying it kind of feels like this is something that you throw on in the background when you're having like a real nice dinner, like there's steak, wine, lobster, like I get it. <laughs> it actually fits the, that sort of theme really well. Um, but yeah, it's a really good project and check out the review if you haven't, haven't already. Uh, next is... Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels 4. This one actually (laughs) just made the cutoff. And the only reason that I'm really including it is because it's so relevant to what's going on right now. Um, I personally haven't really given it enough listens to say where it would fall on my list. But it's most likely going to end up there by the end of the year as well. Um... And like I said in my review of it, if you haven't checked that out, um, it's really, um, it really pulls over, like together everything from the previous Run the Jewels albums, uh, culminating in something that I feel is better than all their previous attempts. So it's really good. <laughs> like, go listen to it. All uh, right. I also have 
Conway the Machine and the Alchemist, Lulu. This one I like because, again, it's a very consistent theme, similar to Alfredo, but it's a little bit different still. I really like that they took a lot from the film Paid in Full and kind of adapted it into an EP. Plus, Shoot Sideways is still one of my favorite songs this year. And Calvin. Like that, those are such good tracks. Um, continuing the Griselda trend, um, West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. This one actually caught me by surprise because it's pretty different from his previous projects. Like, in terms of just general sound. But I like it. And it stays super consistent again throughout. And if you haven't noticed, that's something that I really appreciate in albums. Consistency. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about it. It's really dope. And I think what really makes it is the features, really. Because it kind of feels more of like a West Side Gun produced album, if that makes sense. So kind of like how um, for the Black Panther album, Kendrick Lamar was the executive producer on it, and he was featured on pretty much every track, but he wasn't always the main focus. Um, like there were definitely some tracks where, yes, this is a Kendrick song, but there were other tracks where he was just kind of there on the chorus, just saying a few random words. That's kind of what the what Pray for Paris felt like to me. Uh, another, I guess, kind of recent album, Joel Ortiz and King Crooked, Hard. Now, I know my review of it made it sound like it wasn't that great, but I keep returning to it, so... I don't know, like, <laughs> maybe I was a little bit too harsh in what I said. Again, the beats still are the lowest point for me, but what they're saying and the delivery and just kind of how everything was put together, I, I still really enjoy. There's, I don't know, there's something to it. Like, I think, again, it's just a short album, so it's super easy for me to get into, bust out a listen, and then go on with whatever I'm doing. Uh, another another one that is most likely going to make my list is Deontay Hitchcock's Better. This one also caught me by surprise because I mean my only exposure to him at this point was the track PTSD on the Revenge of the Dreamers tape. And from there I was like, oh, okay, he's pretty good, pretty dope. But then when Better came out, I was like, oh, damn, this is actually really damn good. Uh, I've, I've also noticed that I've really only listed albums that I reviewed. I guess that's what happens when I just make reviews of damn near everything I listen to. Uh, but no, the, the Deontay Hitchcock was dope. Uh, I really liked the story, I guess you could say, because it kind of follows him through where he, like, his mind state, like, 
in the beginning and before like he started doing all this uh, I don't know I just it's it's a really it kind of takes everything that I like in music like the more somber themes but also still little glimpses of hope and uplifting so you're gonna hear birds <laughs> um, I think that's most of what I have uh, there are a few other ones that I'm gonna mention that I don't know how I really feel about it and like whether or not they're actually gonna make my list by the end of the year uh, so the first one I mean I don't think I can really count Revenge of the Dreamers like their director's cut edition as a separate album even though it has like a full album attached to it because um, looking at my most listened to albums that's it by far but I think the thing or like the application I guess that I use to get all this information is taking just individual songs rather than complete listens of the album because I can tell you that I did not listen to that album 377 times <laughs> I listened to Disgusted and Big Black Truck 377 times most likely um, and it it is a solid addition to the original tape it's just isn't eh, I see why these songs were cut. Um, another album that is kind of maybe for me is Max Mac Miller's Circles, and although it's it is a really solid album, it's super somber and like kind of like kind of melancholy and really accepting of what actually happened to him. Um. I don't know that I can like, really put that on my list because I liked it, but I didn't like it that much, if that makes sense. Like, it's not for me. It is good, though. Don't get me wrong. It's just, I don't know. Something about it doesn't, like, I haven't really returned to it since my first initial, like, week of listening to it. That's just me, though. <clears throat> Another one that I don't think is going to make the list is Royce to Five Nines, The Allegory. And I addressed all my concerns of that on the review, but if you don't want to go back and listen to it, it feels like it was trying to be a concept album, but it didn't quite make it. So there are concepts in there, and I don't know, it didn't really connect for me. Also, the anti-vax lines are kind of inappropriate considering what's going on right now. And I, I went into that in the review too, so it's like, I get where he's coming from. But now might not be the best time to be voicing your opinions on it. Uh, also, it's just, I don't know, it felt really inconsistent. Like, there were good tracks, I liked a lot of tracks off of it. 
it kind of just felt disjointed. Although I really do like Royce's production. Given that this is fully produced by him, it's pretty solid. Uh, especially considering it's like his first full album produced by himself. Oh, one that I one album that I completely forgot about mentioning when I was actually going through the main list was Sadistic's Delirium. This album is not for everyone. <laughs> I really enjoy it because I'm just a fan of Sadistic. He, if you aren't aware, is kind of like on that emo, dark hip hop sort of thing, and he takes a lot of references from horror movies and horror aspects. So. If that's not something you're into, I mean, I get it. Um, his rhyme style is really different. Well, it's not different, it's more interesting because there's a lot of tongue twisters and he doesn't really sound the same on any two songs, I'd say. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's songs that he sounds very similar, but he switches up his style pretty, pretty consistently, consistently. And yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was short. I guess he has another EP coming out soon, which is exciting. Um, we'll see. Uh, the other ones that I have written down. Uh, Eminem's Music to be Murdered By. I, I enjoyed it. And there's a lot of tracks I enjoyed from it. I just don't know that I'm going to really, like return to it as much like well it's not that I think it's more that I enjoyed it but there's just other albums that are better to me because it was a pretty long album if I remember right and there was just some songs that I'm like uh, why was this a song was this the album that he made a song about stepdad I think it was and that was just kind of <sighs> <laughs> it was rough it was a rough song and I also feel like he's kind of doing a bit much sometimes like that track with, uh, that he did with Juice World. that was a good track but he didn't have to do that fast rap like it, it felt unnecessary to me I mean it makes sense but it also felt unnecessary like, we get it, you can rap fast. That doesn't mean you rap fast well, if that makes sense. Like, there are other people out there that can rap fast much better than you. Uh, also on the maybe list, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats, Unlocked. This is only on the maybe list because I haven't really listened to it that much since it dropped, I guess. I don't remember when it dropped at this point. Because um, I did enjoy this because it was a different style for Kenny Beats. Um, like, it wasn't super trap influence. And I know producers aren't always going to do the same thing over and over again. Like, they have different lanes that they go into. It's just, I wasn't expecting these sort of boom bap beeps boom bap beats from Kenny Beats 
Um, it, and I, I just really like the story behind it, where it's like these two just kind of bust out this whole EP in one day. And then all the marketing behind it, where like Kenny Beats went on Instagram Live, Denzel Curry hopped on and just started yelling at him because the album got leaked. And then they all got, they both got sucked into the computer. And then that whole story, it's, it was just really fun. And I'm kind of regretting not getting some sort of merch related to it at this point. Because it's all sold out. <laughs> but yeah, no, that one was a really good album. And actually, it might make its way back up on the list at some point. Another album... Oh, yeah. Lil Wayne's Funeral. I actually think I enjoy this more than the Carter Five. Although, I haven't gone back to it that much now that I think about it. Like, there's a few tracks that I listen to pretty consistently, like Mahogany and Satan's Kid. Um, I really just like those tracks because I think Mahogany was one of the first couple tracks on the album. And it's just him basically spitting all the way through. And then Satan's Kid, I really like because of the beat. <laughs> and because that's not... Like, Lil Wayne doesn't always do like that dark sound, but he did it well here, so I appreciate that. And also, I, on the deluxe edition that dropped a couple weeks ago, I really like that track with Benny and uh, Conway. Just because, like, it's not a beat that you would really hear Conway or Benny on, but they just killed it. Well, especially Benny. Like, he just went in. It's like... That, that track itself made me excited for what he has with Drake. And like, if he can do this on a Lil Wayne track that doesn't sound like a Benny track at all, like, like the Drake song's gonna be a lot better. Because Drake typically has better beats, in my opinion, than Lil Wayne. So, we'll see. Another album that I really should listen to more is John Connor's SOS. Uh, if you remember, I really did enjoy this album. It was just a little long in some points. Um, but I just haven't listened to it enough to really say if I think it's much better than other albums or not. Yeah, I really don't have much to say about that album, uh, unfortunately. Another one that I'm a little unsure of if it's going to get on the list or not is Ka, Descendants of Cain. Now, that's another album that I really enjoyed. And I feel like I should have it on the list because I actually really enjoyed it and enjoyed trying to decipher it. But I don't find myself really listening to it that often. Like, I listen to it for the review and then a little bit after that. But it's just, it's a hard listen to just kind of throw on, to be completely honest. But that kind of goes for most of Cause music, where it's like, 
I'll throw it on if I want to try to understand what's happening. Like, it's kind of like a book where, I think I even said it in the review, where, like, in English class, like, you have a book that you're annotating and trying to understand the meaning of. But this is the same thing, but in song form. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's a maybe for me. Um, but another one after this plane goes by. Another one... <laughs> Another album that I really listened to a lot early in the year, but haven't really returned to too much, uh, is D Smoke, Black Habits. And the biggest reason I think that I kept listening to that album is because D Smoke sounded so much like Kendrick sometimes. And I was like trying to figure out like what differences there are in their voices because it just threw me off, <laughs> really. Um, it was a really good album, though. And I actually do find myself listening to a lot of tracks from it pretty frequently. Um, like the track with Snoop, um, Black Habits, Bullies, No Commas. Like, I listen to a lot of the album pretty frequently. So maybe when I actually make the, the real list, it will be on there. Who knows? <laughs> Um, aside from that, I don't know that I have much else that I should have on there. Oh, actually, um, Boldy James, same, same thing. Like, I didn't listen to it as much, so I can't really form too much of an opinion on it. Um, but it, if I listen to it a couple more times, it might make its way onto the list. Um, I did like the Gerbo album. But again, didn't listen to it too much. Um, definitely not going to have that J Electronic album on there. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, I did listen to The Weeknd a lot. That was a good album. Um, but again, it's just one of those things where I didn't listen to it enough. That and um, Kehlani's album, I didn't listen to enough to really form an opinion on. And... It's weird because normally those are albums that I would really listen to. Um, but here we are. <laughs> and showing up and joiner on that. That's uh, that's absurd to even think that I would put them on there. I don't think I can put R.A. the Rugged Man on there either. Um, even though it... It had a lot of good tracks, and a lot of people are going to be mad that I didn't include it. Because they were mad that I didn't like the album. Uh, oh, Quelly Chris and Chris Keys, Innocent Country 2. That one... Did it really come out the same, like the week before? Oh wow, okay. I didn't realize it's been that long since it came out. That one I was actually surprised by too. Like, I didn't expect myself... To like it that much. Just because Quelly Chris is kind of hit or miss for me. Like, Guns was good, but it was too... I don't know, it was just too abrasive for me to really like, get into. Like, the sounds were just too... too much. <laughs> and I get it, like, Quelly Chris does that stuff every once in a while. But on Instant Country 2, Chris Keys is handling the production, and it was a lot more... 
calm. <laughs> I remember texting my friend. I'm like, this is beautiful. Like, it's so different <clears throat> from what he, what other stuff he does. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know that there's anything else that I really want to include. Kind of just listed off a bunch of stuff. So if you made it to this point and are just kind of confused as to what I'm including on my list, let me just tell you real quick. I'm going to have... Alfredo. Run the Jewels 4. Lulu. Pray for Paris. Hard. Delirium. Black Habits. And better for now. I don't know how many that was because I just, I think it was like seven. That's a weird list to go with. Seven. Seven best albums. But that's what I got. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there's going to be more albums coming out this year. We're still waiting on that J. Cole album, which I hope still comes out just because there's so much promo behind it. Um, we should be getting a Kendrick album this year. Maybe. I don't know if all this Rona stuff postponed it. Uh, I've heard rumblings of Isaiah Rashad like actually coming out with an album this year. Um, I think someone on his subreddit, or well, no, he on his subreddit said he submitted the album. So if that drops, that's immediately on the list. Like, I don't, I'm not even going to have to listen to it, and I know it's going to be on the list. Yeah, I don't know what else I would really be looking for. Um, maybe Boogie? That'd be good. Oh, Black's album is going to come out. So that's most likely going to make the list, too. If Denzel Curry makes another album, maybe. Uh, Conway is coming out with two albums, so that's going to be even harder. I don't think I can just do a whole top list of Conway albums. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I hope Benny drops something too. Because it's been a minute. And I'm sure he's got something ready. Oh, and Joey Badass might be dropping something too. Like, there's all these albums that we were talking about earlier in the year that might drop um but because of all the stuff that's happening maybe they got pushed back a year i'm really hoping that's not the case because these are big enough artists that they're probably going to do just fine if they release the album now and then tour later on but i get it you want to tour when the album comes out because that makes the most sense I don't know. We'll see, though, I guess. That's that's pretty much all I got. I know I rambled on a bit. But in the comments, let me know what your favorite albums of the year are so far. And be sure to let me know that my list is completely wrong and I have a terrible choice in music. That's all. Uh, like, subscribe. If you want to see more stuff like this, or hear more stuff like this, if you listen to the audio version. And, yeah, stay safe out there, and thank you for watching and or listening. <laughs>